0: (laughs) Thank you. hispanic link welcome to the league of learning wild rift podcast here we are looking to help new players grow their knowledge and continue improving in the game we have a sponsor their name is beardfish gaming they sell Magic and Pokemon on TCGPlayer.com. So if you want to support the podcast, feel free to buy cards from Beardfish Gaming or Beardfish Direct on TCGPlayer.com. We also have some social medias you can follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handles are all LearnWildDrifter at LearnWildDrifter. So feel free to look us up there. If you have any questions or things you'd like to let us know about our podcast and how we can improve it, you can email us at learnwildrift at gmail.com. We also have a Reddit, that's r slash learnwilddrift, and we have a Discord and YouTube as well. So feel free to follow us on there. We're trying to grow all these communities so every person matters, and we are looking forward to meeting all of you. All right, Emily, let's talk about your team boost and your blue mode. You don't want to do the intro? The intro? We don't have to do the intro. I have it recorded. It's already and done. Oh, okay. I have it right on there. Go with the times, Ryan. I mean, we can introduce the hosts who are here today. So, I'm Antonio. I'm here. I'm going to be here for today's episode. Who else is here for today's episode? Sound off. Oh, is this optional? Then see ya. <laughs> um, oh
1: <my> goodness. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm here.
2: I'm Dave. I'm Semi here. Emily's here.
0: All right, we're off to a raring start. (laughs) So good.
2: Emily is here.
0: (laughs) Oh, shit. Damn. I do declare. (laughs) The sass is also here. Would it be the League of Learning Wild Earth podcast without some amount of sass? Is it sass or just shitting on Antonio? It's sassafras and shitting on Antonio. It's actually both.
1: Our poor
0: PG rating, guys. Dang. No, it's all right. I already marked our first three episodes. It's explicit. I was going to say, it left us long ago. (laughs) Actual episode one, we were no longer a podcast for kids. (laughs) It all started with Emily's it! and that was it. It was over.
2: Oops. It was me the whole time.
3: It was never going to stay that way. It's okay. Peace is never
0: an option. I mean, she is the most popular character on this show. Why wouldn't she be? No reason. She has every right to be. She is the best player out of all of us. Yep. She's the best looking out of all of us. Mm -hmm. She's the smartest. Mm -hmm. And she has definitely the best video quality out of all of us. I'm just kidding. That's not even close to true. You have the worst video quality out of all of us for what it's worth, Emmy. Me? Yeah. I think it's actually you, bud. No, on my screen, yeah. So everyone's screen, I think they're going to look the best and everyone else is going to look slightly worse. Dave has pretty good video quality on my screen. Dave looks the best to me. How you doing, Dave? Yeah, Yeah. I probably have the best internet.
2: Antonio. Antonio's looks the worst to me.
0: Yeah, that's my toaster. It's doing its best. Hooking a webcam up to a toaster is not easy, by the way. It takes a lot of cords, a couple retrofitters, you know. Okay, Dave, I'm here. The question at hand. Emily, Team Boost, Blue Motes Boost, where are you at? What's the progress? Last time, I believe you were at 74.
2: Yep, I'm at 72, Team Boost. If I had remembered to use them with every game that I played this past week, it would have been less. I think it would have been like 69 or 70, but Ah, I forgot to use them a couple of times, so only at 72. A golden opportunity
0: was missed. Yeah, yeah, it sure it was. was. You could have been at sixty nine. Team most boost.
2: Maybe, maybe for next week.
0: Maybe. Oh, we have um, a sixty nine special for episode five. Okay.
2: Yeah. But what? Um, at blue moats, blue moats. I bought some champions, so I'm at seventeen thousand. I think it was where I was at wow. thirty nine thousand before. So.
0: Okay. All right. It's not bad.
2: Doing better on the blue moats; They're easier to get rid of.
0: Yeah. Which champions did you buy?
2: It's a great question. <laughs> Braum. Yep. Singed.
0: Which, by the way, we looked at every single champion. Oh, singed. Okay. We looked at every single champion, and these were the ones that Emily found the most interesting. Braum was her number one. I was shocked.
2: And that was pretty sweet. There were two more, and I don't remember what they were.
0: Uh, was Corky one of
2: them? I think. Yes, Corky, and there was another one. But I don't.
0: Corky's really sweet. I think so too. I haven't played Corky yet, but I was going to say if there's any any two characters, I think you should play out of the four you picked up. Braum and Corky are both pretty cool ones. I would say.
2: I'm logging in right now to see what my other one was. All
0: right. In the meantime, uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about red wards, yellow wards, some cool things I learned about them. Or sorry, pink wards. They're not red wards. They're pink wards. Uh, and ward placement is something else we're going to go over. And then I think we're going to throw the floor to Dave and Ryan to cover any other basic or overarching game themes that we have may have missed in our first few episodes. So, yeah. Okay. My fourth...
2: My fourth one I bought was Draven.
0: Oh, dra- it's not Draven. It's, it's Draven. Draven.
1: Draven.
2: So. So good. Those are the four I bought.
0: All right. Okay. So, wards. We have three different types of trinkets, they're called. So, yellow wards and pink wards fall into the trinket category. The last one's red scanner. Red scanner lets you see any wards that are... I mean, there's also the blue one. The blue, the, the blue one? Yeah, that's the blue trinket. The blue trinket? Yeah. That doesn't exist in Wild Rift. It sure does. Blue trinket, pretty sure, yeah. I don't think it does. I haven't seen it at least. But what's it do? Yeah, one second.
3: It's it's a long range yellow ward that only takes one hit to
0: kill. Long range? Is it invisible or non invisible? No, it's not invisible. What? That's crazy. No, I've never seen that. Maybe.
1: Oh yeah, never mind. Yeah, so they're just the. Okay, no, my bad. They're just the 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 red slash pink ward. Pretty sure it's red.
0: Is it uh, red ward? I've heard both.
1: I'm pretty. They used to be called pinks. They they used to be pinks. Now they're okay, red. Okay. So red
0: ward. Um, the, yeah, red ward, yellow ward, and then the the lens. Yeah. The scanner. Okay, and scanner lets you see any invisible sweeping any invisible champs and any enemy wards. Right. Invisible unit. For any invisible units for yeah. ten seconds, and then pink wards, red wards, they last forever. Until somebody kills them, but each person on each team only gets placed one, and this is the thing I learned. So that to me would imply that one person could place all five pink wards for their team, as long as they don't go over that number, they would all stay forever, which was cool in how I was using the wards.
1: Wait, wait,
0: okay, wait, sorry.
1: Why? Wait, you thought one player could place all five? It says in the description a player can only have one on the map at a time.
0: Ah, see, so that is where you and I differ. I don't read the descriptions before I use things. I just (laughs) use them (laughs) and we go from there. (laughs) And so I thought you could have five pink wards up to one per player on the map. And it didn't matter who placed them. You could just have five, right? That is not the case. Each player can only place one pink ward. And if you place another, it will replace the first one you made. It will take it off the map. I, Discovered this probably 15, 30 games after pink wards were introduced and we're trying to use them and stuff. And then I placed one <laughs> and I was looking at the minimap this time, the 30th time after placing it. And I found out, like, I watched the other icon disappear off the minimap and I'm like, wait, what? And so then I asked my good friend Ryan <laughs> to confirm for me. And that's why we're telling you today it is one pink ward per person. That's it. You only get one you can't place more if your teammates haven't placed them. So this is why in solo queue or in you know duo trio in any and any version of this game, it's really important to try and have your teammates place those pink wards because only they can place them.
3: I will interject and say you also cannot have more than two in your inventory at any one time.
0: Well you can, they, you, there's, you
1: can't
3: buy them they're just they just they're just trinket charges so well, fine in big league you can't buy more than two.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know. So in Big League, do you just buy everything? Is everything no. based around buying? Yeah, trinkets no, you trinkets. Yellow
3: and red trinkets are things.
0: Are they just free? Yeah,
3: they're just free. They, it, okay. they, they right. have a cooldown if you change
0: them. Yeah. That's the same in Wild Drift. So if you use a yellow ward, all your other ones go on cooldown.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How do you use a red one?
0: So in the beginning of the game... So you switch your trinket. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 I talk a lot on there this. No, you go, I, dude, I talk so much on this. Please talk.
3: Yeah, that's what we like about it. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: uh, it looks, serenade me, Antonio. Um, so, uh, when you have your, you know, your trinket, right in the top right ish corner, right? With like your wards. Do you know? you know what? You know where your wards are? The yellow.
2: Yeah, I know where the other ones are.
1: Yeah, so when you go to the store, you have the option of swa- swapping it out with the with. Either the 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 red Wart or the sweeper, right? Oh. Yeah, and so you can swap them out, and then once you leave your base, you can use the you can use the,
0: the the different trinket,
2: right? Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: Yep. So you only get to have one trinket at a time, and then you can swap them out anytime you're in fountain. You can have up to two yellow wards at a time. The other ones, you can only have one of at a time. And I think Scanner is a little faster on the cooldowns than any of the other ones. Scanner's like every 75 seconds. The other ones are like every 90. Gotcha. Is that Google working in the background? Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, (laughs) uh, So the... Wait, were you saying so? What were the cooldowns you had in question? I think
0: scanner cooldown is faster than the ward cooldowns. I think wards are 90 seconds and scanners every 75. Yeah. So,
2: good job, Antonio. You got something right. Thank you.
1: Uh, no, wards, wards, wards recharge every two minutes, they last for 90 seconds.
0: Oh, whoa, they last even longer than I thought. I thought they only lasted 60. Okay, cool. So, a minute and a half on each ward. Yep. And it takes two minutes to come off cooldown for uh, yellow and pink wards. Okay. That makes sense. 120 seconds. I've definitely seen that on my yellow ward icon. So I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, no, i just, uh, I don't think, uh,
1: does the red ward have the same cooldown as the yellow wards?
0: I don't, I don't think so. I want to say yes. They don't have, they don't have
1: any information about the cooldown
0: in, um, All right, so we'll have to experiment. We'll have to see the different cooldowns for ourselves. Check them out. I'm sure that's something we could do some testing with in a custom or you know practice or just any game where we should probably be playing placing more wards than we are. So I've never played a
1: game of League of Legends in my life, so you're gonna have to take the lead on that. Definitely not one where
0: you placed a ward. Okay, okay. I think. Lol. Definitely never played. Uh, Related to that, you can only have one pink or red ward on the map at a time yellow wards you can only have maximum two on at a time and something that my friends ryan and Cleve, told me here is that if you place it correctly you can actually place your third one like r- pretty soon to when the first one you placed is going to be coming down anyways but if you do you can't have three yellow wards on the map so the third yellow ward you place will actually just go ahead and take the first one you placed off the map. Which is kind of interesting.
1: Yes You can yeah, you can only ever have two wards on the map at a time. Two yellow wards. So you can if you actually I don't know if there's a way to do this, but theoretically if you manage your cooldowns like super well at you, you know then the max theoretical limit of wards you can have on
0: the map is three two yellows and a red. Um, it's three yellows and a red? Two yellows and oh, a two red. yellows and a red. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Usually the first thing I'm placing on the map when I play a game is I'm placing a red either near my red Brambleback or my blue Brambleback, so that way I can uh, see if my enemies in the early game are trying to get some looky-loos at my camp, because we don't like that. We don't like intruders, invaders, none of that. Get out of my jungle. We, respect- we don't <laughs> like looky-loos. Yeah, respectfully look away, avert your gaze from my jungle.
3: <laughs> avert your What?
0: Avert your gaze. G-A-Z-E gaze. Sir? Alright, so let's talk about best places to place a ward, (laughs) right? (laughs) Let's go ahead and move on from this. So, I like placing wards in the little solo bushes in the river. I find that to be a good place. I like placing wards in my opponent's jungle by their buffs if I can, or in between the buff and the dragon slash baron pit so i can see if they're running around back there i also like to place some wards i don't really like placing them along the edge because i feel like that's waste of like half a ward's field division i like generally uh the edge of the like map the edge of summoner's rift itself so like there's some bushes along like the curves there's some bushes uh like along the edge in between tier one and tier two turrets And, like, generally, I'd rather put them on the inside of the lane towards the jungle side rather than the edge wall, because I feel like you get more use out of your ward that way. What are your guys' thoughts on that?
3: That's the jungler in you talking.
0: Yeah, it is. So what are some reasons you guys might put some wards in the lane bushes then, as opposed to, like, on the inner side of the jungles, et cetera, et cetera?
3: Well, it it really depends on what role you're playing. Like if you're playing if you're playing bot lane, then having side bush control is really important. Depending on this, like the support matchup.
1: Um yeah, so uh, minions also behave differently with uh, depending on whether or not you have vision, right? And so um, getting vision in your side bush makes it a lot harder for your uh, lane opponent to reset minion aggro. Um, Which can kind of, has all sorts of implications for how the lane plays out. Um, So, for example, like, when you attack uh, an enemy champion around minions, right, you'll aggro those minions off, you know, and they'll start attacking you. And so, like, if you have an extended trade with your opponent, not only are you trading with your opponent, you're also trading with their minions, right? And that that damage can
0: add up over time, especially in Wild Rift, very quickly. Oh, yeah, it can. Minions can hit really hard in Wild Rift.
1: So if you if you initiate a trade, you might want to you know get your damage
0: out and then duck into the bush real quick
1: to drop minion aggro and stop taking damage, right? But if they have a ward in the bush, the minions can still see you, and it doesn't matter if you went in the bush, right? Ruining your trade your trade pattern. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. And that kind of falls into that minion manipulation we talked about in one of our earlier episodes. So while we're on that topic really quick, what is if like you have no opponents to interact with, right? What's the most advantageous way to manipulate the minion wave so that it interacts with your minion wave favorably? Wait, what? So okay, so you have the minions, your opponent's minions, they're run look, see, we're gonna make you see this little lane here? Look. Yeah, okay. I can
1: I can feel it.
0: So the the little, I'm there. little enemy minions, here they come, here they come. So you can like stand in river and you can have them like curve down to you. You could stand like maybe up here, have them curve up to you. You can stand here and just have them bounce straight off each other in the minion wave, you know, and start battling in the middle here. What is the best way to stand such that the enemy minion wave does what you would like favorably for them to interact I don't know what the sentence is. How do you want the fucking enemy minions to interact with your minions when they hit the lane? And do you stand somewhere specific? If I knew, it'd probably be higher rank. That's (laughs) fair. Dave, you got anything here? Uh, I think it depends on the game state, right? So, like, if you're, um... I'm saying the first minion wave of the game.
3: (laughs) The first minion wave of the game?
0: (laughs) The first one. They're busy leashing the jungle, and you're not helping your jungle, because fuck them, they're a bad jungle. So... And in big league, you're, you are unable to enter,
3: to deflect them in any way.
0: Really, they won't follow you at all. They'll right. just keep running. Specific-
3: specifically for this reason.
0: Wow, that's really interesting because they definitely will veer towards you. Like you can proxy waves really, really easily. Honestly, in Wild Rift, like if you know what you're doing. You can sit in the bush by their grugs, let's say in top lane or whatever. And you Krugs. can just pop up grugs. It's, it's K, a, not, not K. G. It's, it's it's with a K, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Today I learned. This is what this podcast is for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'm a Diamond 3 and I just learned what one of the jungle camps are called. We'll come back <laughs> to that later. A Diamond 3 jungle man. Yeah. A Diamond 3 jungle man. Yes. Who just learned it's Krugs, not grugs. All right. So, we got that going for us. Uh, yeah, so, like, you can pop out of the bush by the Krugs, and you can actually, the minions will veer right towards you, and you can just have your minion wave, like, crash on the Tier 1 turret. So, that's really interesting that in League, they're just like, nah, we're just chilling on this track, homie. You attack us, and we're not doing anything.
3: So, the most important thing about bot lane is getting level two first. So, as long as you do not push the lane to the other side of a uh, of river
0: and leave yourself
3: susceptible to ganks and you get level two first. That's the ideal.
0: Emily, you're a bottom laner. Why do you want to get level two first?
3: I
2: don't
0: know. I don't know either. Does anybody out there know?
3: Cause you get an extra ability.
0: Okay. So why is that? You Get an extra ability and more stats. So you can, is the goal once you get level two, as long as you have the right amount of health to immediately just start trying to bully your opponents. Yes.
1: Well, I think I mean I don't think this is inherent to bot lane. I think you want to be level two first in any lane. Yeah, that's fair.
3: It is. It just matters more in bot lane because there's two people that get level two first.
0: Sure. That's interesting. Sure, that makes sense. All hail Caitlyn.
3: And by bullying out two by, by 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 bullying out two people, like you're obviously you're putting more people behind than just one person.
0: Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Word. All right. Where else do you guys like playing wards? I like to play a couple. um, So if you place them behind, you know, that little wall that only your opponents can run through or that little wall that only you and your team can run through. They're blue and red, respectively, based on what team they're on. Mm -hmm. So if you place a ward on the inside of that area, that's kind of like stone as opposed to like forest slash earthy. uh, I believe the ward is just always visible. Like it doesn't disappear on the other side of that wall. Which is really interesting. What do you mean? So okay. Like a permanent ward? Like a yellow ward. It'll it'll expire actually. It it no no no, it will it will expire, but the enemies can always see it.
1: Yeah, because towers reveal
0: Towers reveal, huh? Tower yeah,
1: that's yeah. why yeah.
0: That's why with your stealth and you go by a tower, the little yeah. towers the little have true sight. Yeah. That's interesting. So that's good to know. Yeah, you, um but I try to yeah. place it you know how there's like how the two circles overlap? on the mid turret and the end turrets but there's that little triangle of like quote unquote safe space right behind that wall Mm -hmm. so i just try to place the ward there and i feel like it's still visible to the opponents there and that they can go ahead and chop it down yeah because the vision range is wider than no uh, the aggro range yeah yeah. oh that makes so much sense yeah, the only reason to place a ward there is when the tower's already dead. So the reason I have noticed that, and it actually changed up one of my behaviors, because I'd noticed I'd place wards there, and they'd immediately just get chopped down. I'm like, what the heck? Why does this keep happening? But there's two bushes that are basically just outside that like tower zone on either side of the map, and so I'll try to place wards in there as the game you know goes on, and as we take more and more turrets, hopefully in a game we're winning, or a game that's pretty even and we're having a back-and-forth ebb and flow of taking turrets, because I can see the widest range of my opponents, whether they're going up any of the lanes or heading in the jungle. It gives me the most vision to be able to like see what's going on as they exit or respawn. Or maybe at, they've recalled and they're coming back out into the map.
3: I think you can get that same like level of vision if you put that same ward instead of putting it in the triangle. You like put it slightly behind like the entrance to the
0: lane. You know what I mean? Like, it's in the jungle, but it's... I don't know how to draw this. No, 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 that's okay. I think you're doing a pretty okay job. So you want it to be a little deeper in the jungle instead of in the bush right there.
3: I got my boogie board.
0: Ooh, boogie board. All right, so this has officially become David Bob Ross Cleveland's drawing stream. I can't wait to have to take off all these clicks from Ryan's keyboard. I don't know what you're talking about. The one time a clicky keyboard is not advantageous, because everybody, every nerd, wants the clicky keyboard, because they're amazing. Okay,
3: so, like, you're putting the ward here, right?
0: So, okay. So,
3: like, this is this is the aggro range of the towers? Yeah, you're putting so the I was word putting here. the ward there. Put the ward here.
0: That's interesting. That's not a bad place.
3: Or, like, or like even, even, like, here, because, like, the tower can't see around this corner. Oh, interesting. But the ward can see this way.
0: Yeah, it sure can. Because it's line of sight. Yep, and it can see on the other side of the wall, too. The other place that I've been putting it, if you were to go even further back towards the jungle, there's bushes on either side of the map where you can put the wards and that's where I'll put them. Actually there isn't sure. a bush on the one side. So normally I'd just kind of place it at the edge of the wall of the jungle that first wall. Well,
3: I, I think I think people lean on bushes a little bit too much especially with yellow wards cuz like they're they're invisible. Just put them anywhere. Yeah, like you know, for example like I I think like if you're looking
1: around the red camp, right? Like people let, love to put the bushes like the, the wards in the bushes around red camp. But like you I feel like you get so much more vision if you just put it like in front of the red camp instead of in either of the bushes.
0: (laughs) So a lot of times for like just before a dragon fight or just before the elder dragon fight, you know how there's blue buff gromp, but then there's the rock wall that kind of separates them. Sure. Most of the times now I'll put my ward at the very tip of that rock wall. So you can see the enemies regardless of which way they're trying to stream to the dragon fight. Yeah.
1: Like, Putting a ward in the blue buff
0: brush is dumb. Put it on the other side of the wall. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> you can see more. 100% agree.
3: We'll just put it in, like, like where those two areas of, like, like, two paths of walking intersect. Mm-hmm. Just put it, like, directly yeah. in the middle of that. Where the blast cone yep. is, yeah.
1: I like putting it on the other side of the wall because people expect it to be in the center. and they
3: Yeah, so, so that's another thing that comes up a lot, is, um, like, people will ward Baron Pit in really obvious places. Um... Like I don't know how to draw this. Carefully. Right. So like, so so like this is Baron pair right? And you have, you have Baron in here. Yeah. Okay. So like people will people award will in here somewhere, right? Yeah. The tr- the tricky place to ward is like right here or right here.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Because
3: like because like they're gonna walk in here, past these wards, and then like they're gonna scan here. I'm like where's the ward? And like it's out here, idiot.
0: Yeah. Dude. Burr, burr, burr. I like that a lot of my teammates will actually save their pink wards for important fights, because then they'll wait for a few seconds after like Baron or Dragon has spawn, and then they'll throw the pink ward down. That way, you can just clean up any of the enemy wards that have been placed there to like, oh, they're gonna see if uh, we try to go for Baron. Yeah, that's what they should do.
3: And so, something else I do a lot, like as a mid laner, is I'll um, like I'll put wards like in the middle of lane. Like I'll go like half like halfway between the middle of river into their tower and then just put a ward in the middle of lane. Just so like I can see where they are. Yep. Yeah. Um, Sure, why not? Especially if I'm like, if I'm trying to, like if I push the lane and I'm trying to back, I can see if they're still there waiting to push the the lane back or if they've already backed.
1: mm -hmm.
3: So I know that like if they're there, they're going to just push the lane back to me. So I just wait. So they push the lane back to me. I kill them all. They'll have backed at this point. The lane pushes back to their tower, and now I can back, and they lose the whole wave.
0: Yeah, I've been using that canyon cannon minion tip that you gave me, Dave. Where I'll try to back on cannon minion waves. Yeah,
3: that's an important
0: one. It's been pretty helpful. It, it gives you a little more time to get back to lane. They take a little while longer to have to clear it, and maybe you can get some last hits. Or, like worst case scenario, they're able to clear your wave, and you are able to get three out of the four minions that came and crashed under your tower, and then everything's reset to neutral again.
3: Yeah, it's better than losing the whole wave. That's what would happen otherwise.
0: Can um, mini mean OP? They're pretty strong, especially in Wild Rift with Hallbreaker. Good god, Hallbreaker is an item. Is Hallbreaker doing some good stuff in uh, PC League as well? No, it's
1: Garbage. No, just, they just
0: uh, nerfed it. Oh, okay. It's L-Trash.
3: Every, every time they make an item like that, they make it way too good, and then they nerf it into the ground. Alright. Fair enough. They've done it like four times. I mean, I'm trying to figure out how go ahead. how often
1: the the squire bloom uh, spawns. Do you guys know
0: the respawn no, timers? Yeah. Oh, the the oh, I don't know how often this group, the screw the squire's bloom does. That's the blue flower for our listeners. The mm-hmm. one that grants vision over a pretty wide cone area.
1: Respawn time is between five and a half and seven minutes. Uh, five and a half and six and a half minutes. Huh. Interesting. Is it random then?
0: Really doubt it would be random. It's got to be on a timer of some sort. I'm gonna say every sixty seconds or something. It'd probably be the same
3: spawn timer as the blast guns.
1: Do you know how often those respawn?
3: No, but that might be something else to look for. Let's see. Feel like maybe every ninety seconds, something like that.
1: So for the League of Legends for the so for the PC Wiki page, it says um, they spawn first spawns in between three and three thirty, like. I don't know why it says between three and three thirty. That means that sounds makes it sound like it spawned any time between three and three thirty, which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Next spawn time is between five and five and six and a half minutes at either spawn point. Starting so with either a given Quadrant squared bloom is destroyed. Only one squared bloom can be present for
0: squadron. It says so. I'm on the League of Legends wiki. It says plants spawn as inactive seeds and take sixty seconds to become usable. Spawn locations for the first wave of plants is predetermined. It says subsequent plants can spawn in at least one other spot, which is interesting. So it does. It does. So I'm also getting the same thing. It takes between X and X to spawn. I think you're on yeah, the same yeah, page as I am. <laughs> that's weird that I can spawn between times. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't like that. Red and blue buffs spawn at twenty seconds.
1: Yeah, there it is in the patch notes. It can spawn anywhere between five and six and a half minutes.
0: Really? Yep. That's crazy. Honey fruit. Also, they spawn at forty-five seconds, and they respawn two minutes after you pop them consistently.
3: Yeah. Yep.
1: Um, I'll say. Um, the vision, the plants are, the spares are really important to vision because, like, you know, they reveal invisible units as well. Um, so you don't need to use your sweeper, right? Um, and they cover a very, very large portion of the map if you aim it uh, correctly. So uh, don't forget to pop those.
0: It looks like it is different on Wild Earth. I found some Wild Earth specific notes. Vision plant spawns at 25 seconds on all sides of the map and respawns in two minutes. So that one's that, and then... Where'd you find that? uh, This is on a page called thegamehouse.com, and it says the blast cone spawns at 20 seconds and takes four minutes and 20 seconds to spawn. (laughs) In other words, four minutes and 20 seconds to get blasted again. Riot must have done this intentionally, dot, dot, dot. I think they're correct. (laughs) All right, so I do have two more topics we haven't covered. From our initial our initial notes run cool, um, and I'm gonna start with the first one, which is uh, how to not be toxic and how to avoid the toxicity of others. So
3: oh, I'm gonna go get a drink because I'm useless.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so I think the number one tip to avoiding toxicity for anyone is turn chat off. I like, agree. Like literally, okay, chat. I, like, chat is the most useless function in, in League of Legends, right? Because, like, if you're not, if you're not, if you're typing, your hands aren't on your controls, right? You don't control your character, right? And so, like, you know, ah, but, you know, you need to communicate with your team about what you want to do. Like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Speak through your actions. You know what I mean? Um, all all chat does is serve, is serve as a platform for people to be rude, rude to each other
0: because they have the mask of the internet. Right?
1: Just turn off chat
0: and everyone's lives are better. You know what I mean? Alright, so can you also just do me one more favor and remind me of the very good player and streamer that we saw that said he just mutes everybody at the beginning of every game? I don't know. It's probably, it could be any of them. It just makes freaking sense. Uh- <laughs> I forget what it was. I feel like he had white hair. But, anyways, he was like, I just always shut off all chat because, like, either you can just be, you know, in chat and you can be like, oh, I can listen to pings or whatever. Or you can mute all the chat, not have to worry about any flaming or toxicity, and just pay attention to the mini map and what your team's doing and rotate with them, move to objectives with them. Like, you can just be a good enough player to just notice what your team's doing and respond.
3: I've had chat for my team and the enemy team off for probably three years and your life is better for it isn't
2: it i don't know where chat is so
1: I'm,
3: i missed some zingers but <laughs> <laughs> you're better off
0: there are some good zingers i will say i recently so i until like the last not even the last episode i think i had only team chat for me and my squad on i didn't realize wild drift had a way to turn on all chat. And so I recently turned on that function, and my life and gameplay experience has been way better, because I am a master shit-talker, I enjoy it immensely, and, oh man, when, when you first when, when you first kill an enemy, and they try to flame you and be, like, lucky or whatever, and you just get to call them out,
1: what do you get out of it? I don't understand, what do you get out of it?
0: It's fun. I have a good time. And auto pathing I wanted to point out because you're like if your hands aren't on the control you can't move. I have autopathing set up so I can click somewhere on the map, open that all chat, give a quick little twist of the blade, and then get back to work on farming my jungle. There's
3: a very very there's a very big difference between banter and the shit that I hear. Right.
0: It's just such a waste of time. There is banter, yeah.
3: There's banter, there's banter, and then there's this stuff that I hear.
0: It's such a waste of time. Yeah, there's banter and then there's like <laughs> racism bigotry and those ones i definitely always report and i'm like there's no need for like slurs or any of that stuff but you can call players <laughs> on either team maybe lacking knowledge maybe lacking skill in and... like what
1: do you get what do you get out of flame your teammates like when you say you idiot why didn't you do that like what like you, oh no you're you... hoping
0: that they explain like Now it's exclusively for flaming the opponents. Now that I have access to my opponent's chat, I get to say fun things that hopefully throw off their mental and throw the game in my favor.
3: The reason that I ended up turning chat off is because um, there was somebody on my team who was calling everybody on our team
0: uh, the the bad A-word. Wow. If you, okay. if you know
3: what
0: I mean. All right. I don't, but that's okay. We don't need to cover that. It. So. They were calling you awful. How dare you? Sure. So <laughs> I said in chat,
3: please don't call. You know, please don't call us that word. And then because I typed that word, my account was banned for two weeks.
0: That's insane. But you know what? Honestly. Sounds about right. Now you can shut off your chat. And now it can stay off, and you're probably better for it. I agree with Ryan. I I can I have some pretty thick skin when it comes to the gameplay, and so I can play the game and not get rattled. And I can laugh at a lot of the things people say as they tilt off the face of the earth. Tilt tilted things, yes, but like but like using words like that as slurs, no, 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 no. you don't deserve to play the game. hundred percent, one hundred percent no reason to bring that type of that that's a whole other level of toxicity and I totally agree I think there's a line like you said between banter and just being completely messed up and crossing the line and I don't think calling teammates or opponents idiots crosses that line unless it's like really really uh like if you I don't know how to say it if you say it a ton in the game if it's like repetitive redundant I don't know I'm looking for a word and I can't find it.
3: Like just calling people idiots or stupid is whatever. Like that's fine. But but if you start using like slurs or mental conditions, then yeah, that's too far.
0: any any disabilities. You know what I mean. And you shouldn't bring yeah. other people's family into it. Yeah. <sighs> once
1: once you start using slurs, that's when you start getting the good. No, nope.
0: Ryan, <laughs> Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, this will be Ryan's last podcast episode. His manager has texted me and let him know let let me know he's gonna be fired next week. So yeah. So yeah, that's why I got banned for
3: two weeks for telling somebody off for being a jackass. You, hate to, you hate to see it. And I'm still on I'm still on level one because of it. You really do hate to see it.
0: Hey. Alright. So there was a couple questions here to mute. Or to put your feet to the flame. I think it really comes down to personal preference. If you don't want to deal with it, you don't have to. And that's totally okay. Mute everybody.
3: Antonio's not muting.
0: I will not be muting. I enjoy it too much. Someday, (laughs) maybe maybe someone will cross the line and I will end up (laughs) muting chat. But I definitely don't cross too many lines and usually only flame the opponents now. Because that's really what I've always wanted. Usually. Listen, sometimes you just got to tell your O-11 action to stop feeding. Please. Like, like,
1: like. okay, you tell him stop feeding. He goes, oh, okay, my bad.
0: Hey, to be fair, he ended that game 11 and 11. Why didn't I think of that?
1: Why didn't I think of that? Like, <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't want to be feeding.
0: You need to give him actionable information. LOL, first of all, top tier pun. <laughs> no number two, I did give him actionable information. I said, stop being greedy. You've already fed the person in your lane. You're not going to beat them. Wait for help and group with the team. And, lo and behold, they started grouping with the team. You typed all that out? Damn, you got some fast fingers. I do, because I've done a lot of flaming in chat and I've gotten good at using the typing. No! <laughs> I can't tell you, listen. I'm just shaking you. her head. She knows. She knows it's the truth. She's seen the messages. I will call people out.
2: I don't know where Chad is, so
0: you're better the off. Magical internet box in the sky is where they come from.
1: You truly, are better. Off.
2: No, I don't know where the messages come from. I really don't know.
0: Well, no, I'm, I, I was talking about
3: the past fingers. <laughs>
0: oh my oh, god. well,
2: that's <laughs> bad.
0: Hey, this <laughs> is a kids' show, or at least it was supposed to. Be. No, it fucking isn't. <laughs>
2: It isn't anymore.
0: Uh,
2: Yeah. Okay. I think I have my like chat on, but I don't know where the messages come from. I don't know how to even type a message. You
3: You are better off. No, you're truly better off.
2: I'd rather just yell at myself. Oh, she
0: yells at people
2: into the abyss. That I'm frustrated instead of. It's not the abyss if I'm also in the room with you. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you're not the no <laughs> That's hilarious.
3: although sometimes i am so, you're worth so much more than that
0: i do i do sometimes have issues <laughs> listening sometimes emily will be going on a story and if it's like past 20 seconds i'm i'm already on the next thought Mood. it's not her fault she likes to be really- very detailed and occasionally i'll be like okay but what's the point of your story okay but what's the point of your story and she's like i gotta tell you the details or you won't get it and i'm i'm just like you've already lost me the details weren't interesting i wanted the interesting part of the story (laughs) what was what did matt say to you what is courtney doing now why is your boss hold on i can think of her name diana diana dina that's it why is dina being a jerk again you know (laughs) <laughs> Whatever you could be complaining about. So,
3: so, so, do you routinely get smacked? Or just curious? Of course,
0: daily, daily smackings to keep me in order.
3: Okay, all right, all right. All right. I'm just curious. Like, I'm, I'm not yucking yums. Just, one... just like oh.
0: a mama used to make. All
3: right, that's a little <laughs> weird.
0: All right. The next question I had is: Is it okay to flame your teammates slash opponents if they do it first? And I say that's exclusively when I flame. When they is it
1: exclusively mm. when you flame? I don't think it is.
0: No, it is. Uh, now, granted, they don't have to be flaming me, it's just somebody else has to break the barrier of telling that 011 action, like, dude, you suck. (laughs) I'll be like, yes, please stop feeding. (laughs)
3: Somebody's gotta break the seal.
0: Exactly. I will, I usually don't break the ice, occasionally I'll get really, really frustrated and break the ice, but that's usually when I'm jungle and my team's not grouping around any objectives to help me, even with lane priority or anything, then I'll be like, there's no team, and sometimes they'll be like, oh, 0-3. And that's what they'll post in their chat. And they'll, I'll be like, wow, you really got me. Good job. You have a great understanding of League of Legends macro. Thank you for taking the time to alert me to the fact that I'm 0-3. I was unable to discern that information for myself. If you would like to learn more about macro, please listen to the League of Learning podcast. You can find it on all. Episode 3, yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Are you plugging us in, in your... In your... See, that's a good reason. Yeah, you, yeah, you should chat. be. That's what that's you should a good be doing. The chat. Link it. Link
0: it. I wonder if I. I, can keep I know people my that link... link their their streams after I was, game. I was gonna say. I was wondering. I'm wondering. There's no after game chat. Kind of sucks, actually. Oh, I in that case,
3: was... just link it directly in chat. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is I. I wonder if I can get our that link. That is a Ryan train. endorsed usage of all chat right there. <laughs> you heard it here first. I've convinced them. I brought them to my side. It was all through the, the power no, 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 mind.
2: No, 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 that's. No, no. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> I still don't feel a need to use the chat.
0: I think I can keep my link tree in my clipboard before going into games, and I can probably just paste it in the chat. Other than that, I'll probably just have to memorize the link tree, and that's fine. HTTP. Why don't you just make another internet. account that
3: has your link tree as your
0: name? Oh, that's a good idea, Dave. Dave are, with d- a million are, are, dollars. Are, Or just make
3: make League of Learning as
0: your name. That's true, but no, if I make a League of Learning profile, I gotta play nice on it. Because I want... I can represent... Well, yeah, that would be your Smurf account. How
1: dare you be a a, a model for the community? The horror...
0: Yeah, I... I, (laughs) I will not be flaming people under our official team account. Can't do it. Not allowed. Accountability in
1: my League of Legends?
0: Get out of here. All right, and then the last question is, is there an okay way to flame? And it sounds like we've come to the conclusion of you just have to give them constructive things to work on. Please stop being so greedy against your lane opponent. Is it
1: flaming if you're nice to them?
0: Can you nicely flame someone? That's the real question. No, I don't think you can. I think you can.
3: I think that's against the definition mm. of blaming.
0: Yeah. I don't think so. Like, you know, when I'm having a rough time, somebody posts in the chat bad jungle and I'm inspired to do better. Or J- or J- oh, yeah. JG diff. Mm. mm. That's my favorite. Jungle diff. Mm. That's hilarious. It's uh, right. Maybe you shouldn't
1: m- maybe you shouldn't let them uh, diff you if you uh may- maybe there shouldn't be a diffy in the Miffy. or and the diffy in the jiffy. If
0: uh diffy. If yeah. What the
3: hell? What do you say?
0: I think he's trying to rap and so far I think it's bars.
1: Yeah, my uh my my money don't jiggle jiggle. Um,
0: it holds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a great quote. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next, I do have another topic here. And we're going to we're going to cover it in two parts. So part 1 is tier lists and part 2 is gameplay guides. Are they good or are they traps? And so let's start with gameplay well, guides. Okay. Let's like, let's start with gameplay guides.
1: Here's the thing about any sort of guide, right? It's just like 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 eventually, 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 you're gonna have to use your
0: goddamn brain. <laughs> right? So like Eventually you can't eventually. prove that. I got to Emerald without ever opening the shop.
1: So like here's the thing. Like like the guides are great. Right, but eventually you're gonna to need to figure out why this is the guide this way, right? <laughs> like, what are they trying to do? Like, what, you know, like what about this is good? And you're gonna to have to make your own decisions, right? Um, so I think guides are really good to get started, right? But like, uh, and I think tier lists are even fine to like, like have a, a general idea of like what is strong, right? But ultimately, tier lists are someone's opinion, right? Um, there's not enough data really available. Uh, to, to kind of say these champions are, are strong because they have such-and-such such win rates like you can do in uh, PC League, right? So ultimately, these series are just kind of people's opinions. And um, I think... Well, like, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> I think, <laughs> like, if you... Uh, it, I think you're a lot better off Picking a champion that you're comfortable on, that you like how it plays, and just playing that champion a lot and getting pretty good at it, than worrying if it's flavor of the month or S tier or not, right? And so that means, hey man, like if that means you're really passionate about uh, passionate about Aurelian Soul and Wild Rift tier fire or whatever says it's tier C or whatever, fuck them, man. Like play Aurelian Soul because like if you are if you play him a hundred thousand games, right, you're gonna be a lot better. The person who picks up Diana the first time. You know what I mean? Even if Diana's
0: S tier. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you tell people to play a Relegant Soul of all the champs. Because the champion's not bad. The champion's not bad. We will have to agree to disagree on that one. A Soul, in my opinion, not a good champion.
1: It's not a bad champion.
0: <laughs> all right. Now that we've settled that. Uh, by the way, there's a good chance my toaster is about to crash. I
2: agree.
0: I'm going to just give my computer a second to figure out if it's crashing or not.
2: It lasted a pretty long time.
0: It did. (laughs) You sound surprised, Emily, that he's lasting a while. Wow. (laughs) How dare you, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right, I'm going to gently try to shut off my camera and see if that helps.
3: Since when is Antonio doing anything gently?
0: Okay. I have disabled my camera, theoretically. hi yeah.
2: I mean, I can't see you.
0: Alright. Now, I'm going to wait for the recording to catch up with the numbers. Because right now it's stuck on 46 minutes and 53 seconds. Come on, computer. You can do it. You can catch up. I believe in you. You still got some juice in there. Antonio,
1: I can bring some hamster food if you want.
0: That would be great, actually. Alright, I think it's starting to do the thing again now. Gotta get the little guys nutritioned up. I think you have some good points. Like, I think tier lists are a bit of a trap. You don't need to always play the most powerful champion. You should definitely play the champion that you're most comfortable with. I think gameplay guides and specific dives into champions are good because it give you an idea of, like, what a champion's supposed to do. And I'm sure you could get some of that by reading what the champ does. But you can also see how people may position with the champion, what kind of goals they may accomplish. You can read a little bit about, like, what the champion is like, you're going to play a support tank different than you'd play a mage assassin. Like there's just different ways you're going to play champions and different items you're going to build. And so I think gameplay guides specifically can fall out of date or flavor really, really quickly as updates come through league a lot. But I do think it can give you an idea of what a champion's trying to accomplish. And that's something that's like worth checking out. And I think you should always check out more than one gameplay guide. Cause even if let's say somebody makes the best gameplay guide today, like in three months it might be out of date and somebody else might have made something new or something may have changed about the champion where now they're a little bit they have better AP ratios. Like that happened with Nunu recently and people were trying, you know, to put AP items on Nunu in addition to tank items, and after a lot of testing, eventually people just figured out that tank Nunu was just the better way to go. And so gameplay guides I like specifically just to go look and learn about a champion, but I definitely agree that like tier list ultimately it's really not that important. As somebody who is potentially labeled as a champion one trick, I can speak to the fact that playing a champ you're comfortable on, it doesn't really matter how the meta shifts, it just matters how you know your matchups and how you know how to play your position, whether that be jungle or a lane position.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: Dave, do you have any thoughts on tier list slash gameplay guides?
3: I think it depends on where they come from.
0: If they come from Hell's Devil, Dave doesn't like them, but if they come from Hell's Devil, I like them, for example. I don't know who
3: that is. Just don't listen to Mobifier.
0: I don't know who Mobifire is. So, I'm on the right track. Mobafire is the same people that do Wildfire. Oh no, I might listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I check don't out Wildfire. I check out Wildstats.gg. Check out Hell's Devil videos.
3: The most that I Okay, so how I learn about League is I will watch streams. Streams of either uh, professional games, professional streamers, like really highly ranked players. Or I'll like watch YouTube videos of these same people. Um, and that's basically it. I don't really read
0: guides. Um, but I just I, I mostly watch streams. Streams are pretty good. I think something that I want to eventually take League of Learning into outside of just doing you know our daily podcast, a daily podcast, weekly podcast. <laughs> is I want to maybe do some daily content, just, you know, have some champion playthrough or just gameplay of us playing. I eventually want to get some, like, person 5v5 team games going. I think those could be really fun. I got a grudge match against Ryan, but I need four of my best friends to beat him.
1: <laughs> I don't think they'll ever beat me for what's
0: really. <clears throat> worth. Uh-huh, you say that, but I play a lot, Ryan, and I'm catching up quick. I. We'll see. Uh... Um, Macro king here. You're just the micro king. We'll see. Which is why I lose every fucking time.
1: (laughs) I do want to clarify uh, something I said earlier. I said Wilderfire and Mobifier are the same people. They're part of the same network, but one of the biggest differences between the two is Mobifier is primarily community-driven, where anyone can submit a guide for a champion. Uh, Whereas Wilderfire... Is typical is just one guy really uh, that's making all the guides for all the champions. His his name's like Itch Stewart or something. He's a pretty yeah. good player, um, but ultimately he is a
0: pretty good player.
1: Um, you know, Mobile Fire has the has the has the benefit of being uh, crowdsourced, and and so like you can vote on guides and stuff like that, and uh, that doesn't prevent garbage from being upvoted high, heavily or whatever. Um, but you do kind of have. Um, the power of the masses behind mobile fire, uh, whereas wilder fire is just one guy. Although he is a good player, very good player, way better than any of us. Um, so
0: yeah, I was actually listening to the, on the set podcast, which is another wild Rift podcast. There's on the set, there's attack Baron. And then there's us. That's, that's the three so far that I've found at least. And, uh, it's Stuart was on there for an interview and it was pretty cool. Got to listen to some of his thoughts on a lot of things going on in the Wildrift community right now. Cool. I th- I think I eventually want to maybe go play in a wild drift tournament. I don't know if you go play in them anymore. Maybe you just do it from home or whatever, but I definitely am uh, interested in trying my hand at competitive someday as I, at the stock of Hispanic link continues to rise. Hey man, 10 <laughs> games a day. Hell yeah. Anything possible. <laughs> yeah. True that, true that. God, that's a lot of games today. Speaking of, I'm behind the quota. <laughs> i got to catch back up.
1: I figured you were, that's why I wanted to call it out for you, so you, you could yeah, get back on the horse.
0: Well, you know, editing the podcast takes a while. Hanging out with my friends takes a while. Working takes you have friends? literally the life out of me. Yeah, I do. I have one or two friends. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> if you could see me, I'm holding up my three fingers with smiley faces. The gang's all here. <laughs> <laughs> well tell them i say hi um they heard you don't worry they're just me (laughs) um
1: all right cool so do we have anything else to cover for this uh episode
0: yeah not really i don't have anything specific to cover do y'all
1: have anything that you want to bring it up i i don't know man i really think like episode four we've solved league of legends um
0: Episode four, we got it down. If you follow these simple, like, Ryan is ones, just over it. Four four hours of uh, <laughs> podcasts, you will become a grandmaster Challenger player.
3: Just, Ryan, just, just
0: tell us how you really feel, Ryan. What the fuck?
3: <laughs> no, no. I, I just,
2: If you don't want to do it anymore with us, I just, just think say we so. did it. <laughs> I think we
0: solved League of Legends, like you know. <laughs> so we beat it. Um, <laughs> I haven't beat League yet. I gotta get to Challenger. That's how I know you beat. That's how you know you've beaten League of Legends.
1: Hey, I'm curious what you guys think about in terms of, uh, like we we talked about kind of guides for champions, and we kind of reached the conclusion that playing one champion over and over again is kind of conducive to building a skill set on that champion. But how do you guys feel about roles? Like, do you think it's better to to play different roles, or do you think it's just kind of better to make
0: one. no you should you should mean one or two yeah. i was gonna say i actually think the right number is two
3: yeah it's better to get proficient at those two than to move around a lot because the the skill sets don't translate as well between all five but between like one or two they can
0: Like, I play jungle, and then, like, my backup, even though, like, I would like to say it's solo, it's really not. It's support. Like, my backup is support because that plays the most, like, a jungle. There's a lot of roaming. There's a lot of going and helping your teammates out. And there's a lot of, like, map and macro awareness. And that's kind of where I thrive in my gameplay, again, is macro. And not having to hit, like, minions takes out a whole aspect of micro that you just don't even have to worry about at all and I think that's where I get to thrive like I either have to clear all my jungle camps and most of that I get to do uninterrupted and if I do get interrupted I'm new new so I can usually fight them away uh but as a support like I can get a lot of help from my ADC and a lot of it's just kind of you know protect and stay out of dangerous way as a support so I think I think two is kind of the right number but on my smurf like I'm trying to do other things so I have a smurf account and I'll play, like, solo mid ADC because I want to try and learn more about the laning phase. But I'll do it at lower levels so I have a bit of, you know, forgiveness if I'm out of position or whatever. And I can kind of just, like, get attacked, trade unevenly, run back, be heal up, and then get back to lane. And it's like, ah, I learned something there.
1: I think uh, everyone should aspire to be, like, the pinnacle of League of Legends players. Big Tonga one, 1, and get challenged
3: in every, every role. Honestly, Weren't we talking about how we shouldn't be
0: toxic? <laughs> Honestly, he is on League of Legends, you know, branding, and he is a big part of the game. The League of Legend, Riot, small indie company Riot uh, actually pays Tyler1 to do promotional advertising for them. And so even if he is a little toxic, I think League as a community understands a there's a level of that that's allowed, like the difference between banter and true toxicity. And
2: uh no.
1: Fuck that. No, no, no. Mm. Toxicity should never be endorsed or condoned in any in any format and they should be ashamed of themselves for supporting (laughs) Tyler One the way they do, while he behaves the way he does.
0: Really? Yes. So what what is so bad about Tyler One? I He 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 uses he uses
3: words that would get me banned for two weeks.
0: Really? Oh my goodness. That's not good. Yes. (laughs)
1: Like he just throws temper tantrums and like like don't, don't get me wrong, like I think Tyler like Tyler, the person is uh, is pro- is actually a really awesome person who uh, who does a lot of really nice things for for his communities. Um, but I think Tyler, won the character, <laughs> um, is, is uh, Very can be problematic. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes. I think that's fair. Do you think he crosses the line so often as to be like a major problem?
1: No. Like, like I mean, like, let me put it this way, like. He at
3: one point Riot per- had him permanently. Yeah, that's true. Right. <laughs> he, like he's significantly better than he was at that point. But he still he still does it. Yes. Um I
1: think like he's I think he's on the border a lot of time, but I think he's so popular that like um you know, whatever. But I, what I'm trying to say is that like just be just it's just so much. Just be cool.
0: Yeah, just be cool. I agree. <laughs>
1: Just be cool. Just I be think cool.
0: Just be cool is a rule that people really need to follow. But I do think like Dave was yeah. saying earlier, there's a line between banter and toxic and as long as you can keep it on the banter side, like nobody's gonna say anything and nobody's gonna bug you.
1: Mm-hmm. And the gold medal for mental gymnastics goes to our great <laughs> friend Antonio's this week.
0: <laughs> the question you had originally asked was like champions roles. So Emily, like what are your thoughts? Like you are definitely the newer player out of all of us and i think you do have a lot of good skill but like what have you found success in doing as far as like champions and roles do you like keeping it to minimum do you like a ram the most like what what aligns with you best
2: i like doing just like a couple um roles like i first learned kind of what all of them were but i've kind of stuck to Duo or solo. And like a little support. But like mid. I don't really do. And jungle. I did once and have never done again.
0: Yeah. So. Thanks. Always gotta do the jungle. <laughs> I don't like it. I chose the you like jungle it. once. And I've been stuck in the position ever since. Don't tell me what I like.
2: <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't like it. So I'm gonna try everything I can to not play jungle.
0: I think that's totally fine. If you don't want to play jungle, like everybody deserves to be able to play this game in a way they enjoy, except for those that are toxic, right, Ryan? I just think if you're toxic,
1: you can just be doing better to provide a better
0: experience not only for your uh, for other people but for yourself. I think um, that's fair. I think that's yep. good points. Yeah, just be nice. Like, it's... just be yeah, just be cool. Back to the rule of cool.
1: Just be just be cool. Just be cool. Alrighty. All right, yeah. Do We have an outro recorded, too. Huh? So do we have an outro recorded, too?
0: No, we don't have an outro. We should get one, though. We should get, like, best moments from our episodes and mash it together.
1: <laughs> there, uh, There's another part, uh, podcast I used to listen to called Pardon My Take. It's kind of like a comedy slash satire podcast. Mm-hmm. At the end of every episode, they play a version of uh, a Take On Me by Aha. And I remember one time, like, they played different, like, covers and stuff like that. And one time I was driving on my way home from work, and an episode, it was a podcast, the episode ended. And uh, the cover that they had chosen for that week was an air horn cover. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, scared the crap out of me. Did you uh, <laughs> almost crash? Yeah, I had to pull over. Yeah, for me to be heading
2: out.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, it was pretty brutal. That was <laughs> rough. That sounds rough.
0: <laughs> um.
1: So, yeah, that's fun.
0: All right. Uh, For future episodes, I know some things that we want to cover. I think that we should cover some character deep dives. I think we can talk about what the best ways to climb are.
1: Oh, Antonio, you should teach us about Nunu.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'll, you know what? We'll do Nunu next week. That's fine. I'm down. Hell yeah! I'll even read up on Nunu just for you, Ryan. <laughs> You'll learn what Nunu does just for this. podcast. I will. <laughs> I will read up on Nunu. I'll tell you the new things I didn't know, and I'll tell you that you may even know his ability names: Uh call of the free horde, consume, uh, snowball barrage, absolute zero. I really don't know the the iconic abil- ability for Nunu. I don't know if it's giant snowball, rolling snowball. Do you think call of the Freylord? Call of the Freyhard? Call of the Fr- Fre- Freyord? Freyon?
1: I think I think it's
0: like Freylord. Freylord. Fr- yeah. What did you say? Freylord. Yeah, oh, there's like a, there's like a y yeah in there. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Okay. Call of the Freylord. See. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I will learn. I yes, really need to do some reading. I'm not one to talk. I don't know any of the names for any abilities of anyone. So Fair. it's fine.
0: We can do Nunu new, new next week. And then other things that I want to talk about in the future solo queue, duo queue, trio queue, Q. What's the best way to climb? How how do you best climb ranked? Winning, usually. Winning
3: is usually good. True,
0: true, true, true uh new patch notes we can go over we can talk about upcoming releases of characters events game modes we can talk about like oh god who is it it's pike and it's nautilus are the ones that are coming right yeah next two champs really exciting i saw some nautilus gameplay today he looks big big and mean
1: nautilus yeah he's fun uh
0: and then we can talk about riot announcements we can talk about wild drift event schedules and gameplay reviews and then eventually we'll go over listener questions of which we have zero If you want to be our first listener question, all you got to do, write in, message us via, you know, Gmail, our learnwildrift at gmail.com, I think is in our intro, our Facebook, our Twitter, any of our social medias, honestly, wherever. Uh, We definitely have been having our social media presence grow a little bit. We have some new followers on Instagram and Twitter, so keep up the good work. Thanks for uh, joining The League of Learners.
2: Thanks, guys. All right.
0: Yeah. Cool thing. Good. All right. Bye, everyone. Is that the end of the show? That's the end. Yeah. All right. Bye.